0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our '20s podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday, Monday.
1: Oh, it's okay to be Monday. Okay, Monday,
0: Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check your calendar.
1: I just, I just don't know.
0: You know what day it is? It's okay. Who really does know? It's all good. <laughs> anyway, hello, bud. Hi, Jew. We're going to be recording a two-part episode today because you know. Brendan and I, we always have a lot to say. Oh my
1: God, literally, like maybe way too much, but it's okay.
0: So, we figured that we would, we knew that this topic was going to get us going. So, we figured we'd record it and just break it up into two episodes so that you guys have something fun to look forward to on Thursday as well. And we will tell you what that topic is in just a moment. But before we do that, I think we should do my favorite activity of the day. What do you think, Brenda? Let's please, thank you. <laughs> it is time for product.
1: Hey yo! Yeah. my pride this week is that I'm really proud of myself for feeling like more calm cool and collected in all different areas like I think I wow. have just like I talked about this a little bit last week, but I'm just garnering a lot more trust that I'll navigate things as they come. And I'm not being as impulsive or Mm -hmm. like immediately drawn to emotion um, Mm -hmm. when certain things happen. And I just feel like that's really translating into other areas of my life. So I'm definitely proud of myself for that. Wow. Doesn't mean all the time, but better than I have been for sure. Um, And then my pickle, Hmm. my pickle, I feel like I've made my pickle often about money, but honestly, it's just my most authentic an honest thing lately um I feel like right now financially I have like a cushion quote-unquote but I do have this fear that when Chris and I move in that that cushion isn't really going to be there anymore because we're going to be spending it on like all these things leading up to actually moving in so So I have this like yeah and I have this like weird discomfort that I'm like yeah I could budget now and like But I still, even if I pretend I don't have a cushion right now, I do. So, you know, if you want an extra coffee here and there, if you want this and that, like there's still room for it. But I'm having some pent up anxiety about like when it's literally not an option, like not possible.
0: Mm -mm, I know.
1: Yeah. And I I, like hate to talk about it, but I'm just like, you know what? There's no fucking shot that I'm the only one feeling.
0: (laughs) You're not. I'm sitting right here.
1: Yeah. And I just, I just want anyone listening to know, like... We're here with you because it's, it's complicated. And it's one of those weird things that we've talked about with people on the show where it's like, you know, parts in certain moments, I'm like, oh shoot. Then I start to question like, oh boy, did I, did we make a mistake? Did we move too fast? Like, and I don't actually believe any of those things. Like I still am so happy with what we're doing. I'm so happy with our decision but can't help but feel that fear. And I guess it is a privilege at the end of the day that I keep coming back to is like, we're going to work it out no matter what. Luckily, like we both do have parents and family who of course are not going to like pay for our mortgage or something, but they're not going to let us be homeless either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So that's like a very big privilege that like I have to keep coming back to in any moments where I feel like immense overwhelm
0: hmm Yeah. No, I totally feel that. I feel like I sometimes I'll just be going about my day and then all of a sudden have like a small mini panic attack about money.
1: Literally. And then it feels so silly because it's like there are so many grander things and important things, but like it also is a very valid worry because it's, unfortunately like what we live off of you know
0: yeah. and then also like it doesn't you know like it affects your social life it affects like what you are able to eat it affects what you're able to do like it affects, yeah. it's just like it is a unfortunately a really big factor in how we live our lives so I get you girl you're not alone
1: yeah thank you
0: what about you you're so welcome um there, you know that there is some strange sound coming from your
1: Oh, uh, I'll mute myself. I apologize. It's probably the pipes. <laughs>
0: oh, what's wrong with your pipes?
1: No, nothing. It, I think it's probably just loud. I'm normally better at muting myself about that when it happens.
0: Anyway, my pride this week is that it's kind of a pride and a pickle in one. i I there 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 are just a few people that I have to be around lately that um I don't have to physically be around them, but in work work relate to and um there's a couple of people that have just rubbed me the wrong way in the way that they go about their workings and I get very angry very fast when people mm-hmm. don't like um work the way that they're supposed to so instead of reacting and getting all upset about it because I do I usually get very upset about it I'm like why can't they just do this way or blah 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 um I have been trying this new thing where as soon as some I get like some message or email or response or something that bothers me, I just take a breath and instead of letting me run down that path, I just say I'm sending them peace because that's what I want to feel for myself in the moment. And mm. it actually kind of works. I'm not saying it like totally takes away my anger or frustration, but mm. it does de-escalate the situation a bit so just passing that along if anyone's in a situation where someone is rubbing them the wrong way or they're getting stressed over the way someone is acting you could just send them some kindness or a peace or whatever it is that you want to feel for yourself in that moment again I'm not saying it like totally fixes a problem but it has helped me like not immediately escalate
1: love it love it love it I I think that's a really beautiful thing to go to go back to, because we do feel like I don't know if triggered is the right word, but like certain things that like irk us or mm-hmm. you know bother us about certain aspects of the way people go about their lives, it's easy to impulsively, kind of like what I was saying before about being calm, cool, and collected. It's easy to like impulsively get angry or react, or even though we're not quite like hostile people, people or people that like to look rude to others. I think when something's like very valuable to us, it's. Yes. it's easy to like react more intensely. Yeah, um, yeah. but I love that. And that kind of like made me think of a different topic, which like maybe is not the right time to explore it. So you can mix it right here and now. Um, but I have been thinking about like triggers and we don't have to like get all in depth, but I am curious, I guess, into certain things that we've noticed, like in patterns with ourselves, whether it is in relationships or
0: oh, I like that in our lives
1: about certain things we've observed that are triggering to us um because I I know that I've mentioned it here before about like what is this trying to teach me or what can I learn from the way I'm, I impulsively feel to react to this and maybe it'd be cool to dive into our own things you have observed I
0: love that I actually have yes I think we should talk about that that is my pickle it totally <laughs> is but the pride is that I found a way to deal with it a little bit and I just have noticed myself getting a little more easily um maybe more easily annoyed lately at people but i think that that is a product of just like being out of my environment i'm just a little more irritable when people don't operate correctly mm. um but that that has helped because it doesn't serve me to get so upset about it all the time
1: mm, totally And do you think, is it most, is it anyone, or is it mostly people that perhaps, I know we talked in the last episode about, like, people more well-seasoned, quote-unquote, how whatever you call it. Um, Is it, like, particularly with people that feel like they're, quote-unquote, ahead?
0: No, um, it hasn't. It's with people that are supposed to do a job one way and then, like, don't properly communicate or listen or have the information they're supposed to have or like it's mostly a communication thing like I get very you know how important I think communication is and how much of an emphasis I put on it um so I mostly get very triggered around when people are not respectful of communication and not respectful of time and those are the two things that like really when it comes to work those two things like really piss me off. Like especially if it's your job to handle communication and time, it it upsets me when people are unclear, uncommunicative, and just dumb.
1: Yeah. Why do you think that both of those things hold such high importance to you? Both like strong communication and respect of time.
0: Hmm. That is a really good question. I don't know if i I don't know if I've taken the time to really dissect that. Mm -hmm. I think, I think for time, it's just that I really do value my time very much. And there's like a lot that I want to do. And I also value like, getting to, you know, make time to spend with like people that I love outside of work. And because my work is so like, tumultuous, tumultuous, and does take up like so much time and times that are like different from like normal people's schedule, that it feels very important to me to like, for, for when my time is being needed, that it's being used. Like, I don't like when people like take my time and they don't use it properly like that. Cause then it's like, well, I could be spending time with someone that I love, or I could be getting this other thing done or, like that bothers me. I don't know if there's like a root cause to that, but that's mm. why the time thing bothers me so much.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I can definitely relate to that. Like one of my biggest pet peeves is just wasting time in general. Mm-hmm. I think it's for those same reasons. I think it's for those same reasons of wanting to use that time effectively, whether it is to be with people, or I do find myself constantly thinking like, how could I make different or better use of this time? So Mm -hmm. to not have it used at all. Um, like there's such a difference to me between making the choice to spend time, maybe doing nothing versus like feeling like someone else took that decision away from me.
0: hundred percent. And I think it comes back to like a respect thing. Cause like I so much try to respect the people around me. I try to respect their feelings. I try to respect their time. I try to respect their opinions. And like, it feels to me, if when you're taking somebody's time and you're not using it effectively, that feels very disrespectful to me. It feels like, okay, you don't have a respect for my time. And Mm. that bothers me because it's like, well, if I'm putting out respect why am I not receiving respect back? Mm -hmm. And I think that bothers me. If I was being disrespectful, fine. Then maybe I deserve that back. But I know that I'm not. I know that I'm extremely respectful of that. So it upsets me if I'm putting that out and like not getting it back. Even though a lot of times it's not purposeful and it's not malicious, it Mm -hmm. still feels disrespectful because- you because you can think ahead and you can be aware of that and I think that that's true not only in work but I think that's true of like relationships too like sometimes we do things and they're not malicious they're not malintent but we could be more introspective aware and thoughtful of our actions
1: absolutely yeah and It's interesting that you bring it up for relationships and time and whatnot, because I feel like something that I really value in my relationship is the, how intentional we are with our time, however, Mm -hmm. um, and well, and how I feel very much prioritized. Like, I feel like no matter what season of life Chris and I have been in, we've always made it a point to prioritize each other in whatever, when we can, um, Mm -hmm. which sounds kind of backwards. It's like, oh, prioritizing when you can, but more so if our schedules are aligning, like it's an it's a no-brainer but with that I do find that I get like offended or something if I feel like which I don't know if I feel this way about everyone but for some reason if I feel like Chris is on his phone a lot which he's really not like if anything you fucking know me I'm on my phone a lot but with him I'm not so it's interesting because I do feel like almost offended sometimes then I'm like wait I'm like why is why like why am I feeling this way you know when it's not him like and I, and I have to, like, take a step back sometimes and recognize that um, because it's not him, like, it's work. For him, it's usually work-related. Someone, I, I love that people respect him so much at work and come to him for questions and whatnot. But for a moment, like, just for a moment, if I were to really dissect it, the idea of not feeling like a priority of sorts or that something yeah. else feels like it's taking precedent or something feels like almost defensive because it's like our our time together is so special Mm. Um, and then I have to take a second and be like wait or even I can give and it's funny because when you take the emotion out of it yeah it's so different and approach it logically because I literally can think of a specific instance this weekend Mm -hmm. where I was tending to something on a moment when we were on the line about to pay and like really inconvenient time Brenda to be like answering your coach and all these things. When I'm like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, we can do very similar things, but not have that like a yes. n- negative intention. And as a result, yeah. we don't realize. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it's just interesting because we we really can. But
0: I think that that's a great example and a really great point. And I I this is I guess what I hope people get out of this conversation is like is taking the step back to like be like is this person doing this to intentionally me, harm me, upset me, usually the answer is no, like, usually, like, with the person not respecting my, my time when it comes to work, like, I know logically that that person is not trying to purposefully do that, it's still frustrating, but, like, it does take down some of that, like, trigger or that, like, extreme kind of, like, reaction when you do take this step back to realize, okay, like, they're not doing whatever the action is, that this person, whoever they are, is probably not doing this action because they want to disrespect you or or don't care about you or don't care about your feelings, you know, and, and we can acknowledge it like you just did in yourself. Like sometimes we do those things, but because you know that your intention is not that, you don't, think about it as much because you know your intentions are just love and care and like all of those things but when we see someone act in a way that doesn't maybe sit with us right or rubs us the wrong way or that we have a reaction to it's hard to remember that like oh they're probably not doing this for like bad intentions and I think just like uh, it's something I'm certainly practicing and it, like it takes practice for all of us and we're still going to get upset or stressed or triggered or whatever at times with the certain things but trying to like when we do feel that immediate upsetness about someone's actions to like take the step back and be like okay is this person really trying to upset me or harm me like and if the answer you think is like probably no then you know you 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 have a clear line for communication in that state. And I'm not saying don't communicate your feelings to your person, or the person, I think that you should if you need to. But you're going to approach that conversation way better when you're not being defensive. And when you're just like being like, hey, this happened, like, this is how I feel about it. Instead of coming in with like the thought that that person is trying to like intentionally hurt you because the the, they're probably usually not. And Brenda, I think that was yeah. just such an amazing example of that.
1: Yeah, and such a safe. simple one. And yeah. one that I think can really like is common Um, because listen, we literally just talked last episode, you guys about Julia feeling anxiety about not having her phone on at the movies and what she could miss. So like, we're clearly very glued to our phones. Even if we don't want to be, there are certain mm-hmm. things that even if they don't require our immediate attention, we might feel that sense of urgency. So I think it's just a very tangible example. Um, I think it'd be kind of cool to dive into like different areas um, because sometimes someone will do something and will feel a certain way. But I think other times someone might not even directly do something to us or say something to us. I think in the world of social media, someone may share something that has nothing to do with us and mm-hmm. we might feel some type of way about what they're sharing. And often if that's the case, and I feel, let's say, jealousy let's say comparison against my life and their own it's an opportunity for us to learn why there was a point where I would be watching um the woman that's my now coach and I would be like damn like I would feel almost triggered by the process by which she was going about it and it wasn't because I thought she was a bad person it was because I wanted the lifestyle that she had and I wanted to be able to approach it peacefully and I'm just I'm it just applies to so many different areas. Like if someone's, I don't know, um, seem like they're very financially stable. Mm-hmm. I know that that's something that like right now, I I don't know how to describe it. Like, I, I don't think I feel like envy per se, but I do crave like peace around finances and whatnot. Yeah. But anyway, to get like into categories, Ju, what would you say in terms of career besides the time and communication is triggering, not even triggering, but like, I don't know if triggering is the right word. I'll, I'll use an example then maybe that'll help yeah. um, describe with what I'm saying. But like for me in the workplace or when it comes to my full-time job, if I think we feel triggered when we apply deeper meaning to something that might be a more simple thing than not. Like for me, if somebody points out a mistake of sorts, I don't have a problem taking accountability for a mistake. I feel discomfort by the idea that a mistake reflects that I'm not as detail-oriented, responsible, um, or all of these like positive qualities of being a worker in general or a leader. Um, That's when I start to feel like a sense of feeling attacked or less than or like not enough if it seems like something that someone is saying in relation to a mistake or whatever um, reflects something deeper about me.
0: Mm hmm
1: So, what would you say for you beyond communication and time in, like, the workplace feels, like, triggering or off or, like, doesn't make you feel good when it comes to career?
0: Honestly, I really think that those are the only two that really, like, those are big things for me, though, and they play such a factor in my job because I don't show up at the same place every day at the same time. Like, my... Schedule is extremely different every single day, even if I'm on one project for a period of time when I am called in is different every day. So the thing that really that I've experienced thus far is really just kind of like that time and respect and communication thing because communication and, and management of time is like Yeah. the biggest thing about that I have don't sometimes always have the control over in my job once I'm you know once I'm at work I would say the only thing that I would I think ever feel upset about again is like time management um and then and then people not maybe not being kind to each other but I've been very lucky where in every place I've worked in I've always had the privilege of people being quite kind to each other but I but I know that that is not always the situation and, and um, that would upset me or being, or being like unprofessional in certain ways, like that would be upsetting to me. But I think that all comes back to like respect.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know?
0: Um, but I do, I'm curious as to how you've managed that and like navigated that because someone critiquing a mistake that you've might have made on a project is not a critique of you mm. as a person um but I know that it is easy to feel that way um so how have you like navigated that
1: yeah i think it's literally had to be as simple in the essence of the approach and that I've literally had to say exactly that to myself is this is not a greater reflection on these things. I've had to remind myself that I'm human, that I can't be perfect, that I'm going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think for myself, if there's a solution to whatever mistake that it was, or if there's a way to fix it in the future, or if there's a way to be more proactive in the future, I think in terms of remedying a mistake itself, um, that people really like appreciate accountability in general Mm -hmm. but in how I don't take something like a mistake or something we can attribute to a failure as having a deeper meaning I think is reminding ourselves and each other that this shit happens and it's going to continue to happen and expecting Mm -hmm. it to happen and approaching moments like that with more calm and literally literally saying it's not that deep Mm -hmm. there's no deeper meaning to this you know and just learning from it learning from the instance itself but also learning that people make mistakes every fucking day, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, and like we learn through these experiences and there have been plenty of mistakes that one, aren't the end of the world, but also that I've learned a lot from simply through living through it. Mm -hmm. But I think also, I don't know if we want to jump into part two now, since we kind of touched on career for a little bit, but I think it would be cool to explore in the next um, chapter of this episode or whatever relationships and triggers comes to that because I think it's definitely something that I know for sure is carried over for you or at least has been I don't know where you're at right now um but I think it can come up no matter how fucking stable your relationship is so
0: percent so what let's we're gonna get into that in part two But before we wrap up this part I have one more question on what you said had mentioned earlier bud about seeing something on social media or out in the world that maybe makes you envious or jealous I've been thinking a lot about that lately, about um, jealousy and uh, how that could be, how we could like maybe flip jealousy to be not such a negative thing. Um, So how, so if, when you have like a reaction to something in the world that makes you feel envious or jealous, how do you usually navigate that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think in the past, I definitely would just sit in the jealousy and probably like harp on myself, not only for feeling that way, because it is associated as a negative feeling, but I think I would also sit in that, like this idea that I could never have what these people have. Whereas now, I think through the intentional work we've done, through the conversations we've had, I think we've like along the way, maybe without realizing it's been seeing that level of comparison, not as you know, lack, but more so like, if they can do it, I can do it too. And I think depending on the areas of insecurity in which you have, you might not fully believe it right away. Mm. But I think I believe now more than ever that seeing someone else do something, of course, there's fear, of course, there's doubt. But if somebody else can do it, It means you can too, you know. So, I guess looking at jealousy as an opportunity to explore why you feel that way, to explore that maybe it means you want this thing, and then to get clear on if you really do want it, how you can get there, what steps you can take, even if it's not something that happens overnight, because it won't be like how you can maybe connect with that person, or maybe if you. Mm Don't get along with that person. Who do you know like that person who has a similar trajectory that you can connect with and see what steps you can take to get there? Mm -hmm. Or being honest with yourself, maybe about something you haven't been honest about before. And maybe there's a block in your way as to why you haven't approached it, you know? But I guess not seeing it so much as a like, whoa, look at them and I fucking suck and more so, okay, cool. All right, good for them. All right, this is how I feel. And where do I want to go from here?
0: Mm, yeah I love that I would I would just echo everything you said I think you said it perfectly and I think it was Keisha who told us um, when you see something that that makes you jealous or envious ask your to, to ask yourself why why is that making me jealous why is that making me envious and then if it's something that's tangible then then it opens the door the door for a pathway that you can take steps to maybe even achieve that thing. So I think, you know, I mean, we always come back to the asking yourself why, but I'm excited to get into this topic in terms of relationships. So we will see you guys with that piece of the reactions convo on Thursday.
1: See you then, you guys. Love you so much. Have the best week. And remember,
0: you
1: 10, 10, out 10. 10 out
0: of 10 baby um, this was such a fun quick episode I hope it's helpful love you guys so fun and quick bye. bye thanks for listening to Roaring 20's podcast be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe you're never alone our pride sticks together tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20's podcast you get to start your week with us and end your week with us with, with love Brenda and Julia, Brenda and Julia.